0: topic that is very um, near to both of our hearts. I'm a huge advocate of mental health. Um, So is Jennifer, which I've discovered over the the year that we've been working together, which is great. And of course, having you today is perfect um, on Real Talk with Bella. Uh, This conversation is important because first, we're in the midst of uh, Mental Health Awareness Month. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that Sunday was world mental health day and when this episode airs um, we're still in the mid in the midst of it but I find it um, you know one of the questions that I was gonna ask you uh, and maybe you could lead off with that is you know the fact that we have to celebrate it to bring awareness to it um, when yeah. um, this should be a normal conversation that we should be having like what did you have for lunch today <laughs> did you see your therapy this the, your therapist this week because girl you need it <laughs> you know this should be a as, um, love your hair, love you know, something as normal as that. Um, right. But why don't we start with you introducing yourself, letting everyone know, uh, you know, what your practice is about, and then we'll go from there.
1: Sure. So, I'm um, Jerry Vigiani, it's actually Geraldine Vigiani, but everybody calls me Jerry. Yeah. Uh, I'm a psychotherapist and owner of Lotus Blossom Psychotherapy. We are a women's mental health and wellness center. Um, I have two lovely therapists working with me right now. Um, And uh, they have lots of talents in therapy as well as yoga and mindfulness Um, and big things coming. We're rebranding. So we're gonna have like a whole new rollout of different things we do. Um, And as far as women's mental health, that means everything, anxiety, depression, Postpartum issues, uh, addiction, eating disorders. It's all there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I know that you are a trauma specialist and you also mm-hmm. work with um postpartum depression, you know, moms after, especially when moms especially dealing with uh, mental health issues. Um, but um, and you've also contributed several articles to Bella, one being the collective uh the healing power of hope, which we uh, uh, aired which we released mm-hmm. in our hope issue. Um, and you're now uh, gearing up for another one for our upcoming arts and culture issue, which has to do with how the arts um, have really kind of saved, been our saving grace throughout this entire yeah. pandemic. Um, let's start, I think let's start, let's start there because I feel like it's a conversation that I've had often with friends and family, how, you know, I've taken up a new instrument or I've gone back to, uh, painting or I'm sketching or I'm actually writing. Um, what do activities like these, um, do for, for us, you know, for our well-being in general, because we tend to separate mental health and, and address it as like a separate issue from our health when it's honestly like the main component. The biggest
1: <laughs> part of your health. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, and it's a big part of your health, and it can also help you to heal physically as well, you know, if you're in a healthier space mentally. Um, The arts and culture are an extremely powerful tool. Um, Oftentimes, uh, in the women that I treat, I notice a sense of powerlessness or like a loss of their voice. Um, Like they're not able to communicate the depth of uh, disillusionment or despair or just plain horror uh, at times. And art can give you a really powerful way to voice that in a safe and masterful way, right? So, you know, you talked about learning a new instrument, right, you know, you start out with Mary had a little lamb and you know after you practice and put your heart and your soul into it you know you're actually playing music um and that's really empowering um when we add culture into that um culture gives people a sense of um belonging a sense of groundedness um in who we are so you know you mix those two together and it's it's wonderful thing
0: yeah I, I find that the more that I, um, have aged (laughs) and lived, uh, and just really stepped into just the person that I am, um, and have just kind of pulled and sourced from, you know, those things, um, that I knew, you know, as a child or that I aspired to be when I was a little girl, like I'm, I was tell people like, I'm actually living the things that I dreamed about when I was younger. Like I'm doing these things now. And to your point of culture and sense of belonging, you know, me being an immigrant and living in this country and, um, bringing in elements of, you know, just, who I am, uh, you know, from from back home and and why not? It just makes it for a, such a richer experience, and we see that a lot in the pages of just the magazine, the content that we're producing and we're putting out um, for everyone to enjoy. Um, but I want to go back to um, the stigma, right? Uh, and this is, I think, the biggest thing that always keeps people from seeking uh, help, support, because we know that you know like we just spoke about activities such as you know either whether it's picking up an instrument or even writing uh, in a gratitude journal we all know that they are, are sense; they give us a sense of release right it's cathartic Um, It helps us cope with whatever it is that we're dealing with. And especially now during this pandemic where we still are eight months in, you know, we jokingly spoke before we started recording how I haven't seen you in almost eight months physically um, when we used to see each other practically almost every other week. Um, But the stigma around mental health, especially now, uh, you know, when you were saying that you'll have two more therapists now working under you, I am—I assume that it's because business is doing well. And and I don't mean to say that, um, you know, that you must be, you know, doing well, but obviously people are seeking support. Um, what are p- people coming to you for specifically, espe- you know, especially now?
1: Um well a variety of things but i think how the i'm losing my shit okay no <laughs> <laughs> how the pandemic is affecting people you know like i have teachers who are like what is going on like i don't even know how to do this whole teaching virtually thing yeah. and then on I mean, we have parents home who are like I don't know how to do this whole, you know, learning thing online virtually too. And dealing with their children who are really impacted by this, their world is turned completely upside down. Uh, I'm seeing people who have had past traumas that they thought they had resolved. But since we're living in sort of like a horror movie right now, you know, it's really unearthed and tapped into a lot of uh, that material, which is now starting to come up and impact their daily lives. Seeing people who have what we would call behaviors, so behaviors meaning eating disorders, uh, self-harming behaviors, uh, addiction-type behaviors, drinking, drugs, uh, shopping, um, who, you know, maybe we're getting by with those behaviors, but now they're like really out of control because they don't have a better way to cope and manage with all this additional stress. I think
0: the issue is too, and this is just me like, you just have really nowhere to like go. Like before I used to like, just go and sit in a park or, Mm -hmm. um, one of my favorite things to do was before I would literally be like, uh, I would go into the city like incognito and just people watch and, um, the hustle and bustle of the city would just kind of reset, we feel because it was like a change of scenery and environment. Now I don't even want to get on a freaking train, you know, because I'm like, there's cooties everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like, um, you know, just as you said, there's a lot of past trauma and issues that are really coming to surface for people. And I've heard because we've been pitched statistics of relationships and divorces and um, just in je- je- you know, obviously domestic. Uh, abuse situations which have become even more, uh, you know, just regrettable because of everything that is going on. It just seems like there's, and and I think that the cherry on top of the whole situation and not in a good way is that we don't see an end in sight. Like there is no real resolution to any of this. What Mm -hmm. do we do? Like, what do we do with that? Because I keep, you know, we come here to work and do as much as we can, the best that we can, but we'll, we're trying to like plan ahead and we're like, can we really talk about, you know, January when, because before it was so easy. And when you're already like anxiety driven, stress prone, all of those things, like, and you don't have that control, like I'm a very, I need to have control over things in my life. When you don't know, it like
1: sets you into a spiral. You're like, I don't know what's gonna happen a month from now, (laughs) let alone next year. And that's scary. Yeah, absolutely, and you know, the political environment and the um, discrimination issues that are bubbling back up again—I want to say again, not <laughs> newly—are um, aren't really helping the situation at all. So that unpredictability um, and feeling that sense of not being on solid ground uh, is 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 very distressing. Um do you feel? cuz i know we spoke about
0: um when we did our mental health panel right at the beginning mm-hmm. of the pandemic which i thought was really powerful i mean we we've reshared it and it's been watched thousands of times of, of times just because i feel like there's so many nuggets in that video alone for mm-hmm. action steps or things that people can do right now um the pro- like the progression because i think when we spoke in april we were just starting this right it was kind of like okay and in my head i was like it'll be over in a few months now we're deep (laughs) (laughs)
1: it's (laughs) october it is october
0: (laughs) it is october and literally life has still been canceled like until next year so it's like um and i know you know you just said about you know step walking or stepping into solid footing but there is just and listen i think that just That's just human nature. We want to know and we want to control uh things that are mostly out of our control. And I've always been someone who has lived like kind of like I take it one day at a time. But when you're trying to build a business or you're trying to rely on the weather and the and you know, like even us for us, like we host outside events and that like that's been our thing right now, right? Because we can go back to that sense of normalcy to a degree. But I was telling a friend this morning, I was like, Yeah, I was hosting. 300 to 400 people events. Now I got 20 Mm -hmm. people (laughs) and I got to cap it. Cause it's like, no, you Mm -hmm. can't come. Like it's, it's really, um, and it's frustrating because, you know, we know we have, and I, and I know that I don't speak for my, for myself when I say, you know, people who are still in this and doing this entrepreneurial thing day to day. Um, you know we we have a viable business we want to keep it going but it is just so much uncertainty and so much unknown um and you know you're trying to like
1: or even the people who have lost it, their jobs and keep it together yeah.
0: but it's hard it's like uh, it's hard it's, it's sometimes some days it's tough putting on a face like it really is it really is
1: yeah although sometimes it feels nice putting on a face oh my god <laughs> for sure <laughs> not much anymore but yeah. Yeah. um know because even in the virtual world it's it's you know kind of acceptable to not look your uh glamorous stuff
0: that's for sure but um um, what's something that someone can do you know who may be listening um and is feeling like all of these things because i i feel like we're all in one way or another you know feeling some sort of way um depending on what's happening in our lives like you know my for because like i was talking to my husband the other day and i was like dude nothing has changed for you like nothing you still go to work it's still your same schedule like nothing has changed for you like look at me I'm like I'm homeschooling for crying out loud like and it's the last thing I imagined ever doing in my life so what is something that we can do you know right now to just kind of come to terms with still like all of this craziness that's still going on
1: I think really three important things. Um, one is to accept. We have to accept that this is it. The more we fight it, Damn the harder it, Gary. <laughs> 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 But that's it, right? Because if I fight it, then it makes me upset, makes me aggravated. If I accept it, because that's all there can be done. We can't change this right now, right? Um, so I think... Practicing acceptance, Um, it's a skill set, it's called radical acceptance, radically accepting what is, so it leaves you room to find joy, so that's my second thing, find joy in what is, right? Joy with petting your dog, or hugging your kids, or watching them, you know, succeed in their schoolwork, or um, going on a date with your loved one, right? Whatever that looks like, even if it's a picnic, you know, in your living room. Um, So, and then the third thing is connect. Connect, connect, connect in whatever way you can connect. Like, you know, as we were saying, we haven't seen each other in a long time, but just seeing your face, like, I just feel thrilled. I know, me too. You have such a beautiful smile. But that's the truth.
0: We always used to see each other every two weeks we were doing something and it's just and then when I see you like I get a little nostalgic because it's like oh my god it's been forever and it's just you know and I just I have a friend who's um who's visiting and and from the Dominican Republic and it that you know my husband was like well your attitude all of a sudden and I'm like it's a new face (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's a new face (laughs) somebody new so it just um yeah and I think that we are, are all in one way or another like longing those connections that we honestly took for granted before because yeah. I I feel like we were all in a way like running away from each other to in a sense and now we're all like oh my god can can we go you know I've I've shown up to friends houses like just stick your head out the window and just <laughs> And just right. say bye. Like I, you know, it's it's been a minute since I've seen you. So I love those three um, those three tips because I think that they're very important. And for anyone who may be um, seeking a health and support, you know, we try to do these um, podcasts or these Bella TV segments whenever possible because I mm-hmm. know how important um, talking up to a healthcare, you know, a mental health professional is or um, our overall well-being like you know um something important that you said in the beginning of the conversation was that it can even heal f- physical ailments a lot mm-hmm. of the times our pain is mental you know and we are because we're giving it we're giving the stress you know so much thought that the stress actually will allocate in a part in our bodies and you know Mm -hmm. that um, once you release the stress whether it's talking to someone practicing self-care practices you know meditation yoga and I know those are all things that you're offering in your practice now which is amazing and congratulations Mm -hmm. to you for that Um, Mm -hmm. because it is it's it's just like I've been practicing yoga for about two years and I honestly you know I haven't no one has ended up in jail (laughs) (laughs) because (laughs) I have learned to, you know, uh, just center myself and ground myself and bring myself back to center. And, um, you know, but I've been meditating since I was very young. I was taught to meditate in high school. And honestly, it was like the greatest gift that I was, uh, given as, as a human being, because it always taught me to just go back to my breath. Um, Mm -hmm. and I'll have my little moments and, you know, I'll throw my hissy fits here and there, but then I'll go back and like, okay. (laughs) Let's regroup, uh, let's re- refocus and center again uh, and go about our day. Um, congratulations to you with everything that you have going on with your practice. Um, what, how can people get in touch with you? How can people connect with you? Because I assume that you're virtual now. Can people from anywhere reach you or how, how does that work now?
1: so um for the we're we're virtual now i found a few ways like around that like i've done what we call walkie-talkie therapy in other words we go for a walk and we're able to maintain some distance although with winter coming i don't know what that's going to look like um Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) Yeah. one of the therapists is willing to see um jacqueline is willing to see people in person um And for the most part, everybody else is virtual. Mm -hmm. Um, Jacqueline, so there's Victoria and Jacqueline and myself. um, And Jacqueline is also licensed in New York. So she can do telehealth with people in New York Mm -hmm. and New Jersey. Um, And Victoria would be uh, in New Jersey and she's only doing telehealth as well. Uh, So pretty much if you're in the state of New Jersey right now, uh, we can see you. Uh, we are only seeing women um, predominantly adults Uh, we do have a few uh, very precocious adolescents Uh, and uh, again just treating trauma addiction uh, perinatal mood disorders birth trauma um, eating disorders anxiety and depression and uh, they can call 732 440-8166. 440-8166. We are in Eaton Town when we are live. Um, my website is under construction right now, but you can see me on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Follow us. We have great posts that are informative and helpful. Yes. And uh, yeah, I think that's it.
0: And Or if not, P.M. Bella, and I'll connect you. Okay. Yeah. I, I have the Jerry hookup. Uh, <laughs> I have been very fortunate to uh, of knowing you through uh, our organization um, with Lynette ETT Women, and um, honestly, ever since we've met, it was one of those moments. She was like, "Oh, I've seen you guys on Facebook," mm-hmm. um, and she we connected uh, in person, and um, we have become incredible friends uh, over the time uh, over that time and. Honestly, I recommend you wherever I can. That I, I always try to not get people too close to you because I always want that I will, I always want to be able to refer them to you. No, no, no! You're gonna talk to Jerry. Jerry's a woman. <laughs> um, but really, uh, super grateful that you're in uh, our circle and our community, and that we can rely on your expertise whenever possible. So thank you so much for your time today. And um, anyone who may be listening, who may be feeling down, or may need uh a pick me up and some help and support know that there is help out there uh connect with jerry because if she can't help you up she will point you in the direction of getting the help and support that you need so thank you again jerry it was a pleasure having thank you jerry. with us today
1: thank you ladies have a great day